0: squishing mm-hmm. together,
1: than anything like that or. Cast it in the river. Let the river of the Holy Spirit carry you up higher into a realm of peace that you've never tasted before. (coughs) Resurrection power from the dead. Love you guys. Fresh love glory. And all your hearts. And all your heads. and So strong right now that we need time to rest and be still and know that you are God's inside the heart of God the Father, awakening to your fullness. It's the transfiguration out of a old creature a new creature that's exactly like Jesus Christ, spiritually, mentally, and physically, at the right hand of God, in all power and authority, and everything that fights that reality from manifestation, is burning, as you rest, and are still, in the Father's presence, and know You are gods. You will not die like men, because you're in the Father, the God of gods. It's an awakening to divinity. It's an awakening to holiness. Beginning to rest. <clears throat> it's a ceasing from labors, for the labors of the Spirit to burn through in the fullness of fire. The works that come forth are the works of God. As it is written, Father, let your works appear and he has prepared good works for us to do <clears throat> partnering with our labors co-heirs with Christ there's a sweet realm here of the Holy of Holies we're inside the Father's heart you can see his heart you can see it beating you can feel his love wrapping around you healing you synchronizing you saving you making you whole And he's doing a tremendous work through your flesh now. The flesh of your brains. There's a light coming that will clear all the confusion of everyone's souls in the entire world. All the confusion of Babylon the Great will burn away. It's Daniel chapter 7. When you see the river of fire... It's the end of confusion, and Daniel saw the river of fire proceeding from the throne of Jesus Christ, and Babylon fell, and just a few moments later, when you see this fire of God the Father, and his seraphim, and the luminaries from their courses, warring against all stolen light and false false light that's in the world that is the end of Babylon the Great and we see it today we see the end of every soul's rebellion and every soul being put on course with God the Father's fire see the flashing sword of Genesis of the Garden of Eden and the flashing fire sword is what's removing everything in your souls that disagrees with the Father's fire it judges the thoughts and intents of the heart that's the judgment that removes the enemy that's all pride from our hearts and minds Let fire judgment purge us. Blissfully. Yeah. Extreme pleasure. It feels really good. Ecstasy is actually sanctification. Mm. <laughs> it's just a higher level of being sanctified.
0: Yeah. You may hear in Psalm 16 the way you counsel and correct me. Makes me praise you more. I experience your wraparound presence every moment. Your paths lead me to pleasant places of bliss.
2: time of <laughs> inheriting that pearl of great price the one that you'd give up everything else for because you know you have the great pearl yeah. and we hold that pearl <coughs> in our right hands we hold and we wield and we treasure the pearl the fullness of Christ compressed over the ages. The gospel power throughout time, eternal and natural, being put upon us (laughs) uh, that we may have the treasure we open up our hearts like the clam and put the pearl in our hearts and store it up individually that we each carry his preciousness with us but we guard it because we know what we carry is worth the most tremendous value of anything in existence A living hope. Not dead hope. Living hope. Hope where, in times like these, you can have 10 years, 20 years of dreams that you've been given come into fruition in days and weeks like I have. Because you've partnered your spirit, your soul, and your body with the living hope gospel with the fullness of that precious pearl. And from that place, you become one who makes God's dreams come true through you.
0: <laughs> Someone said us the uh, experience they had diving into the love ocean last night. Jesus met them at the bottom, but then they ended up digging deep into the sand of his love. Like the point of the ocean of his love is to it was his heart. The sand was red and it was his heart at the bottom. You know how a pearl is made? One grain of sand, one piece of the love of the Father developed inside of you. What a pearl! What a great price.
1: Oh. Pop. Getting knackered. let those waves of peace wash over your souls. There's a <clears throat> big flash of <laughs> angelic light right here. And I hear the Spirit saying, He wants to raise you up higher mm-hmm. above the world. And the cares in the world, the pain in the world, the sickness and disease in the world of it he will lift you up humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due season this is the season of exaltation for those who can humble themselves humility is a grace gift it's the chief of all graces and only in humility could you be exalted into the levels that we need to go above the curse of the fall above death and the father wants to take you there today all it takes is your humility humility is not something you can produce in yourself it's actually only something that can be drunk from the Lord Jesus you could never in a million years produce one drop of supernatural humility it's not possible because it's not natural It came from Jesus at the right hand of God in Zion. It's the springs of the waters of life that the Good Shepherd leads you to, where he wipes every tear from your eyes. The tears from your eyes is the healing from the striving and the laboring under the curse. That's why we cry so much, because we're coming out of the curse in every layer of our souls and it is dramatic. <coughs> There's no chance you're not gonna cry. I don't care if you're a navy seal, or a green beret, the mightiest warriors melt instantly in the presence of the ancient of days. <coughs> oh, Jesus. You will melt like wax at the presence of the Lord of all the earth. And it's a good melting. It's the melting of all of our pride from all of our hearts and souls to live in the fullness of his glory and be one with him in his kingdom and to be fully sealed in the ancient of days and to bring that realm and wrap all flesh with glory, with righteousness, with holiness and perfect love. It's a marriage canopy of people completely sacrificed to divine love. People lifted up into the heavens, out from the earth, to live an angelic life and not an animal life. You can't have both. You'll have one and despise the other. You'll either love the mind of the flesh and murder the mind of Christ or you'll love the mind of Christ and cover the murderers anyone that's been at strife with someone else toddlers murder toddlers in every nursery school in the world deal with it sin is so obvious and apparent the selfishness and the greed of the human nature runs inside the human blood and it came from the fallen angels it takes a people raising a standard to wrath people that are accursed you don't need to curse people because they are already completely cursed by being born of the flesh you can't avoid it it's not possible it's touched every cell of flesh for 6,000 years since the fall of Adam and Eve What you can do is overcome it individually by self-sacrifice and be so built up in the glory that you can wrap all the accursed animals in the world. Jesus said it's like the days of Noah, but like doesn't mean the same at all. Similar to typology. But I'm telling you, this ark wraps all animal flesh. It's not even so much that they have to enter in two by two, seven by seven. It's not even so much as come as it is. Remain where you are, and we will completely consume you above, below, and all around. Because we come from below, in the springs of humility, and we come from above, in the reins of virginity. And it's an all-consuming glory, the marriage canopy of the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. there is nothing greater than the whispering of the Lion of Judah he's resting from his warfare he is in us the overcomers who stand on top of Mount Zion and sing the song of Moses and the Lamb Revelation 15 Playing harps. So and the harps we're playing is perfect peace because we've entered the Garden of Eden with all our souls. And our bodies are lifted up to where our souls are so we don't even taste the sting of death physically anymore. I don't. It's available. I know it's being pioneered, but it will become mainstream. We will open this thing up wide open. That anyone that wants that can have that easily. Just like receiving a gift on Christmas. Thank you, Father, for eternal life for the Garden of Eden, for the river that raises us from the dead, for the angel power that helps us inherit salvation in our hearts and souls and bodies. The lifting up out of the earth into the heavens is specifically called in scripture the lifting into the angelic sphere. The rain from the angelic sphere. Meaning you cannot overcome the earth without the angels. Because mm, their realm is called in the New Testament the angelic sphere. You're stuck in the natural dimension until you embrace the glory of the angels. Angelic ministry is the only way that you get lifted up into the angelic sphere, that you overcome the earth. And it's always available. Jesus died on the cross so you could walk the same life as Jesus with the angels. Every single thing he did was with angels. After his 40 days in the wilderness tempted of Satan, angels came and ministered to him and refreshed him. Every single step of the way, every single day, every action, every miracle, every word was enforced by angels. Those words are executed by angels when they come from the Father's throne. As it is written in Psalms, angels obey all his words. They don't obey our our words, they look at us and they're like, grow up. But when we grow up into the head that is Christ, they obey every Christian word, Christ's word out of our mouth.
0: And that's what they really want to do. They're waiting.
1: They're waiting for us to mature, to overcome the earth realm and desire the angelic heavenly sphere realm, the overcomers realm. And then you're only with the holy angels continuously in your soul. Never a demon ever again. I'm not saying that's not with your... Family and friends who've rejected you, of course, they're demon-possessed. But you individually are in perfect rest and perfect peace all the time. And that demonstration of the angelic heavenly sphere will be a witness to them and a testimony to them that there is a higher way above the strife and envy, above the curse, above the confusion and the religion and the death in the earth. If you're a constant witness of the angelic sphere... They'll all be lifted up. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Where is he being lifted up to? The angelic sphere. The high and lofty mountain over all the kingdoms of the world. Okay, there was an angel on there. Now that angel's defeated at the cross, now we're on there, and now we're going to lift everybody up to overcome the world. Satan is crushed under your feet by the God of peace. It's a mindset. It's all about the words you're entertaining in your heart and mind. If you allow them to be pruned, the words of victory will establish you as overcomers to sing the song of Moses and the Lamb and to play the harps of the Garden of Eden on top of New Zion. Revelation 15 will be your continuous reality over the sea of glass, over the floods, over the waters that drowned all the world. You'll be underwater, But the waters will be working and sanctifying all the animals down below. The waters will consume all flesh. Your full sanctification is to live in the promised land on top of the mountain. That's like where the ark rested, on the top of the mountain. As it's written in Psalms, that his throne was established over the floods. You can see the throne like the ark that rides upon the waters. And so, every word we release is to establish your heart, your soul, and your flesh on the throne to ride the waters. There's water in the word, and there's angel power in the word. And when you hear the word, and you receive the drink of the living waters, it raises you up into the ark of his throne, and you're above the chaos in the world, you're above the confusion, you're above the curse, above the snake line. Isaiah 35, the highway of holiness where there's no unclean thing. That's the place of the overcomers and that's the place of the unity of the brethren. That we'd be so sanctified and lifted up that we'd be in perfect peace on earth as it is in heaven. It's fully available for every person who can receive it by faith.
2: Amen. And the revelations that are coming forth in this hour are completely revolutionary but they've been hidden in the gospel the entire time God wants us to have a picture of ourself from eternity to know what a fearsome creature we are ruling and reigning with him in the heavenly realm I mean we've just been preaching tonight what is the Lord he's the Lamb of God he's a living creature literally well, how, how is a human a lamb? That's a really good question. Not only that, he's the lamb with the seven horns on his head. What kind of creature are you? The book of Revelation has all kinds of creatures. Uh, the, the prophets spoke of all kinds of creatures. There's even creatures, angelic and, and beings... That have all kinds of forms. Because those different creatures represented the strengths and attributes and characteristics they had to fulfill. Only the lamb could open the seal. So the lamb had to come forth for the seal to be open in heaven. But you, you have your own holy creature, character. That... God is unleashing on the earth we have the ox and the eagle and the lion and the face of man and the powerful seraphim angels so if the angels can have four attributes at the same time how many can you have can we walk in divine fullness in our creature like state I believe we can and I believe that's what's becoming available for us to know exactly who we are from eternity to release the fear of the Lord through <laughs> His holy creatures walking in full power. Amen.
1: I want to release Psalm 5 Song of the Clouded Dawn The Passion Translation For the Pure and Shining One For Her Who Receives the Inheritance By King David The Morning Watch Listen Yahweh To my passionate prayer Can't you hear my groaning Don't you hear how I'm crying out to you My King and my God Consider my every word for I am calling out to you at each and every sunrise you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you every morning I will lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart I know that you God are never pleased with lawlessness and evil ones will never be invited as guests in your house boasters collapse unable to survive your scrutiny for your hatred of evildoers is clear you will make an end of all those who lie how you hate their hypocrisy and despise all who love violence but I know that you will welcome me into your house for I am covered by your covenant of mercy (coughs) and love that's the two things that cover the marriage carriage in Song of Songs. Mercy and love. Mm-hmm. So I come to your sanctuary with deepest awe to bow and worship and adore you. Yahweh, lead me in the pathways of your pleasure just like you promised me you would, or else my enemies will conquer me. Smooth out your road in front of me, straight And level So that I will know where to walk For you can't trust anything they say Their hearts are nothing but deep pits of destruction Drawing people into their darkness with their speeches They are smooth-tongued deceivers Who flatter with their words Declare them guilty, O God Let their own schemes be their downfall Let the guilt of their sins collapse on top of them For they rebel against you But let them all be glad, those who turn aside to hide themselves in you. May they keep shouting for joy forevermore. Overshadow them with your presence as they sing and rejoice. Then every lover of your name will burst forth with endless joy. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy of kindness and joy. Amen. Under your canopy of kindness and joy, we're covered. He's got you covered. His kindness and joy remain over your souls forever receive it let him cleanse the atmosphere of your heads with his word with his angels and with his glory we're coming into a time where we only experience kindness and joy upon our souls they will never be struck by the sun or struck by the moon as it is written that the curse can't touch our souls anymore. And the sting of death will be removed from our heads. They will only be lavished with kindness and joy continuously. And all sorrow and sighing shall flee away in this love-glory revival. It's coming like a flood and it's coming like an all-consuming fire.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're
1: being established as the throne of Jesus Christ over the floods, this remnant of overcomers who sit on the throne of Jesus Christ. As it is written, Blessed are they who overcome, for they will sit with me on my throne, and they shall rule the nations, dashing them to pieces like pottery. The pottery that's getting dashed is the false coverings of anything over your heads that's not kindness, joy, and love. Even mercy will triumph over judgment. For many. Not everyone. Some people will reject it, no doubt about it. We're used to that. But don't focus on the negative. Because there's hope for everyone while there's still breath. I believe there is mercy for the souls of Tarsus, their religious serial killers out there condemning everything they don't understand. There is mercy. And there is such a mercy drop that I believe it can can convert a Saul of Tarsus Mm. into an Apostle Paul instantly. That's a good word. Just one drop. That's all it took for the worst murderer in the world to turn into the Apostle Paul. (laughs) (laughs) So you probably don't need that much mercy. (laughs) Maybe you do. But there's the drop for you. Just let it come down like dew and remove the veil from you in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. It's really an honor to be able to flow this deep in the river with you guys. I've always wanted to be able to do this but it's always been so much warfare against us and our ministry and our families this is the first time I've been able to minister in such a deep rest and deep peace in the river together, corporately and it's very exciting brand new levels the Father was telling me that the highest level of spiritual warfare is my rest
0: that's
1: the God of peace that crushes Satan under everyone's feet. Hmm. It's washing right over your minds. It's healing mental illness. It's healing schizophrenia, bipolar, multiple multiple personality syndrome. It's healing anxiety. Every condition of the soul that's not the perfect mind of Christ is being healed right now in this anointing. There's sicknesses and diseases being cured at the sound of my voice. And there's also addictions being broken off addictions to pornography, addictions to drugs and alcohol, addictions to idolatry, gambling, addictions to money. This anointing breaks every enslaving yoke of idolatry and sets your mind free to live in perfected liberty. there's a golden glory that'll seal your forehead and shine through your mind that even though many of you have tasted freedom at times in your life you've never been able to sustain it and it's kind of been a roller coaster ride you're going to be sealed and it's going to be sustainable golden glory through your souls constantly and the roller coaster ride of ups and downs stops because the angels are here to seal you in the angelic sphere. I activate every angel assigned to your souls and let your angels pull you up now into the angelic sphere above all the darkness, above all the pain And just let forgiveness flow through your veins. And you let go of all the hurts and wounds of this world. And you're healed as you rise in the glory of God. Keep going higher. As you go higher, he redeems the times and restores the things that sin has eaten from your lives. There's no blaming, there's no accusing, there's just receiving healing as you rise and everything becomes glorified in your entire life. That's the eternal gospel the glorification of your souls. Amen. Finances, Nicola. Sure.
2: Um, and I just want to make an announcement, quick too. Um, oh, yeah. We put details on the website at redlitterman.com about our internship, the Water Priest internship. So check out the info there for those of you who want to come intern with us in oh, the yeah. in the crack house. You'll <laughs> live in the crack house. <laughs> it's gonna be glory, starting in February, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna keep going with it. So. Uh, So, check it out and apply there. Um, Wow! Yeah, I want to take up tonight's offering and uh, really just uh, step into something new here. And uh, so I know a lot of us, we were talking earlier about that pearl, you know, having the pearl in our hearts. And a lot of you are longing for that pearl to be in your hearts, too. And you've been crying out to God. You've been saying, you know, how do I get this pearl? And for some of you, you know, I believe... What opens that pearl access for you is is where you're storing your treasures, um, and it says right out of Matthew here: uh, treasures in heaven. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, where moths and vermins destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermins do not destroy, and the thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there your heart will be also. So the pathway to get your heart aligned right is where you're storing your treasures, right? Where where are those treasures going? And so by bringing that that offering before the Lord financially and saying, you know what? I am going to put my finances towards the eternal works. I'm storing it in heaven and I'm saying, I want my, my finances to be partnered with that. Your heart will will follow your finances. And so uh, that's the first part. Now i got a little bit of a deeper part for some of you. This isn't for everyone, but I just wanted to go a little bit deeper into this word because I really think it's this is an important time. What's taking place right now preceding 2020 and, and, and the vision that this ministry has to apostolically pioneer the move of God that's coming forth. And yeah, a lot of it's going to be divine, sovereign order. But we have to align our works for the rewards of our faith to come forth. And let me just tell you guys like, we have a vision. We have a vision board over here. I mean, we've got, we're talking about having an administrative office, recording studio. The worship has to go before the army of the Lord to bring this down, especially in the tribe of Judah, which is what we're in. It has to go before us and Penny, and, and Red Letter Ministries, and, and we've got a whole water tribe of worshipers that need to be activated. And I see the, that uh, Joel's Bar's broadcast, and the worship out of the broadcast, and the worshipers going forth will release this move. And so this vision is very important, and this is where we're headed. This is what we're pressing in for for 2020 and beyond, to tear down the walls of Jericho with the with the water worship, and to bring down that dam to let the water release on the whole earth once that once that city is just completely destroyed and so I wanted to go really quick to the story about the rich man which is in uh, in this case in Mark chapter 10 and we all know the story you know there's there's a rich man who comes to Jesus asking how do I inherit eternal life and they have a little discourse about that about what the law is and the law is love right But something really interesting happens, and in verse 21 it says, Looking at this man, Jesus felt genuine love for him, genuine love. And he said, There's still one thing you haven't done. And he told him, Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and then come follow me. But the man's face fell and he walked away sad. That's a hard word. Well, wait, he walked away sad. But Jesus had love for him. So I want to show you something really amazing that I believe happened in the Acts church and how this was the word of God being placed on this man's heart to come to birth at the proper time. So in Acts chapter 4, All the believers are in unity, they're growing, they're just breaking a lot of bread. There's some miracles happening. And they start sharing together in in the common goodness, releasing this gospel. And what happens? This is so fascinating. Um, So, from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had need. Now, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. This is a time where we can give forth our offering before the feet of the apostolic order that's coming forth on this earth (coughs) and the and the vision that we're laying forward here and for some of you you've been asking God you want to be used you want you want him but the the money and he's spoken to you, the money's gotten in the way of that but this is a time where you can come lay it at the feet and now I want you to notice something look at the rewards that Barnabas got but he didn't know when he brought that offering, how rewarded he would be for giving up everything for this gospel. He gave up everything and I believe that that rich man that we just spoke about in in uh, the gospel was Barnabas because the word of God did not come back void and at the time of his death and at the time of the birth of the apostolic order it was Barnabas who was the rich young man who walked away discouraged until the fullness of the gospel birthed in him so that he could come lay it at the feet of, of Christ and lay it at the apostles' feet. And what happened to him? He partnered <coughs> with Paul and became one of the apostles of the book of Acts. I mean, he got rewarded so richly that he was in the final uh, uh, you know, apostolic move of God in that time to release this living gospel. And so I know, I believe there's some of you who have been crying out to God. Some of you who have been like, I want my heart in this. How do I get my heart in this? This is the blueprint. I gave you two examples. This is the blueprint of getting everything in this water move, the water gospel, the living gospel of Jesus Christ, and helping birth this. And if you help birth this move, God will birth your move too. So I just want to bless those who are giving tonight, and and I we we love all of you wherever you're giving at. Like I said, that message is a powerful message. It's not for everyone, but you know, aligning your treasures is aligning your treasures. So your heart will follow. Is for everyone. So I just bless those of you who give in tonight. Give in to this vision that we have of bringing forth the the power of worship uh, the, to to bring down everything that opposes the gospel coming forth in fullness. And I just bless those who have, who have blessed this ministry in the past, the present, the future, and I just declare that your heart will follow, that your heart will follow, and you will inherit the precious pearl of the Lord in Jesus' name. If you go to RedLetterMin.com, you'll find a donation page and a partners page where you can donate in a variety of ways you know certainly you can mail a check and uh, uh... we have a post office box available for that and uh, all the details are on there and uh... you know we even have people sending in you know their their metal offerings gold and silver i mean this is the the place we're at you know if if it's if there's some precious thing to you the lord knows how precious it is to you to give up that sacrifice and to sow it into this move so whatever that happens to be you know the lord knows where your heart is and will help align your heart to your offering. So I bless you all in that in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Can we finish with one little oh, yeah. weighty song just to kind of maybe, sure. maybe even do the cream and butter one more time. All right. <laughs> Sounds
0: good.
2: <coughs> we'll close with that. I'll give it?
3: Cream and butter. Holy Ghost, Holy
2: Ghost alone. Joel's bar, right? In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit. Well, you know, the Bible says, butter and cream. Job said this, that God anointed my feet with butter, and some versions say cream. So I put them together, and then it says, and the rivers, uh, the rock poured out rivers of oil for me. So this is... Butter and cream and cream and butter healing our lives. Well, butter and cream and the cream and the butter and the butter and the cream and the cream.